All right, welcome to this episode of the Hyperfast Agent Show. We've got a special guest today, a superstar agent on the Carrie Scholl team is with us, and she is on pace to do nearly $20 million in volume, and she's only been in the industry for uh, not even three years. So welcome to the show, Brooke Tate. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today, Brooke? Good. How are you? Great. Thanks for, for being on the show. I'm, I'm super excited. It's, it's taken too long to, to have gotten on the, the schedule with you. But finally, I get to sit down and, and let the Hyperfast Agent Nation know your story, which is really amazing to, to be in, you know, not even your third year doing the kind of volume you are. And you, know, you started, you were one of the first people to join our team on this mini team concept, which is really cool. So we'll get into that and how you, you know, took that opportunity and got into what you're doing today. Yep. Before we do that, though, I want you to just give folks a little bit uh, about your background and how you got to uh, got to to where you are today before you before you joined the team. Absolutely. So when I first started, I was working at another brokerage, primarily in the office as a transaction coordinator. Um, And I would say there is where my love for real estate was really sparked. I didn't go to school for anything similar of the sorts. I actually studied molecular biology and English. So very, very big (laughs) jump um, with my career path. But I honestly love it. And since joining this team, I've just learned so much, especially with how I actually joined and the way that I transitioned in. I think it made all the difference. So how has molecular biology... Did I say that right? Yes. How has that helped your real estate career? I'm very analytical. Okay. Very detail-oriented, and I think those are skills that I got from from that. Yeah, that's a good point. I think sometimes with education, people are focused on does it relate to what they're going to do, but it's it's more of like how you you think and problem solve. Yep, and the skills you're extracting from whatever you're learning, regardless of the subject matter. Yeah, so that's that's interesting. From molecular biology, it's hard for me to even say that, but molecular biology yes. to real estate. I still remember when you joined the team a couple of years ago, Amy was looking for a junior agent. She yep. had done, I believe the year before you came, she was at around 40 or so, maybe 41 transactions. And she was doing that as a solo agent you know she she was mentored closely by carrie when the team was much smaller right and learned closely from her and you know 40 deals a year on a team i think is where we see a lot of people kind of tap out even above where where most people can do most people probably tap out close to 30 but um it's a lot of deals two three a month uh day in day out yep so so amy was kind of hitting a plateau and, and feeling a lot of pressure and, and overworked and needed needed someone to come in and, and help. 
and that person was you. So explain how did how did that you know go at first that first uh, that year? How did how did you help her? How did she help mentor you? Absolutely, I would say when I first started, it was primarily me just shadowing Amy. I did have a real estate background given I was a transaction coordinator, but as we know, like selling real estate is a lot different. So I just would shadow her a lot and just get a good feel for how she kind of operated. Um, in addition to that, I did get to know other agents on the team and I sort of picked various qualities and traits from other agents in addition to learning from Amy to try and develop my skills and try and make it my own to figure out okay, what sort of realtor will I be? What's a good fit for my personality? Just naturally, I think that's a big part of it. So I started with Amy. She really taught me a lot about the business, just following her day-to-day schedule and getting acclimated with that. It definitely was a big transition. Just she did so much volume. So really just diving into the ocean when you're, you're having floaties on, it's like, wow, this is a lot. But what I will say is you learn so much more in such a short span of time. So I think that really makes a huge difference when it comes to understanding how to balance so many clients at once and how to really nail down a system for yourself. So after shadowing her, we sort of got to the point where I was feeling a lot more comfortable. So we sort of gradually, you know, transitioned to me branching out and we would kind of tag team clients. So that was really, really effective for us. And just the longer we got to know each other, the more we sort of figured out, you know, how each other operated. So we created a system that that worked good for us. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of cool points in there. That I think are applicable to a lot of people. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, what's this mini team concept or I'm not there yet. It doesn't apply to me. It really can apply to agents of all levels, because if you're just starting out building your 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 business, your pipeline, you know, once you start getting up to two, three deals a month, you need to hire help. And this this is no different. What we did, you know, Carrie and I, when when we were earlier in our careers, like we had people that acted as junior agents as you know, people we mentored and, and, uh, you know, we're able to, to, to grow that way. And, and, you know, a lot of people think, okay, now I grow this team. Well, you need to grow the superstars, the top producers. And a good way to do that is let them do what, what you did when you started out. So this, this system applies to everyone out there listening who's interested in selling real estate at the highest levels, you know, whether you're starting out or you have a team. And I think there's, there's just no better substitute for learning on the job. Like you can do all the training in the world. You can do all the reading on the world, but there really is no substitute for working with buyers and sellers, you know, in, in person, in real life with someone that's closing three or more deals a month, right? A hundred percent. So, I mean, you can read any book you want, but at the end of the day, it comes down to just hardcore experience. And, you know, when I joined Amy's mini team, that was something that I was really just exposed to. I mean, we would average three to four deals a month easily. And that increased the longer we worked together and just figured out a system that was efficient for us. So I would say that was literally just the best way for me to grasp all the concepts I needed to know. And I would compare that to solo agents who were in real estate the exact amount of time that I was. And I seemed to 
have a better handle on, you know, just how to go about negotiating and, you know, finding off-market inventory. There were just so many skills that I was exposed to because we were doing so much volume. And for those of you, we've thrown around this team term, mini team, a couple times on this podcast, and it may be confusing people, but basically we've got this big team, you know, dozens and dozens of agents at the Carrie Scholl team, and now we've created this concept of many teams. So when an agent gets to three deals a month, that's 36 a year, they get to have a, you know, junior agent come on and and help them. And, and um, you know, they're going to go to the client meetings, help with showings, help with contracts. Once, you know, this, this mini team now of, of the agent and the junior agent, once they get uh, from 36 deals up to about 50 a year, so, so about four a month, then they get to hire another person, right? So that we bring on another junior agent and then, the, you know, Brooke will then, or whoever it is, make the transition from uh, an agent now that is doing more deals, you know, on her own, which is where she's at now. And, and you know, and we just keep building it from there, right? And, and the goal really by the end of it is you have these many teams that are doing 100 deals a year within this larger team. So, if you want to learn more about that concept, you know, we've got more agents looking for junior agents on our team. You can go to carryshowcareers.com. But that is what we mean by this term, mini team. So it's evolved since then. I just kind of mentioned that now there's another person yep. on, on your mini team. And, you know, what 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 is it like now? So in the beginning, I, you know, you were going to aim with Amy on all the appointments. Yep. Helping with showings, helping with contracts. Then sounded like, you know, gradually taking over more parts of it as she got comfortable with you and vice versa. So, um, you know, Amy got up, you guys got up to what, 50 deals a year? Yeah, 54. 54. And now Abby came, right? So Abby's doing a lot of what you were doing. Exactly. So what are you doing now? What's, <laughs> so the, what's now, the difference? So now I'm kind of doing my own thing. <clears throat> okay. Still working in a close capacity with Amy and Abby, but now it's more so of me just taking on my own clients. And so I'm, I'm just building my pipeline and really pouring into that. But it's still nice because we still do all work in a team capacity. So I still have that support. I still have that close-knit interaction with experienced agents. So it's just honestly a win-win. Um, And even when I began working with Amy, that was also a win-win because, I mean, she was doing just so much volume by herself. So when she brought me on board, I really took off some of that additional pressure. So, you know, freed up some of her time. She had no personal time for herself. So it helped her in that respect. Um, And then for me, I was able to be in a position to learn so much information in such a short time frame. So it, it really was, you know, a benefit mutually. So we've heard a lot about the benefits. You know, you get to you get more that's you yep. get more chances to learn. You get to learn from someone who's performing at a high level. So you're probably getting like very, very quick feedback yes. on on things. What were some of the challenges? I would say coming from not ever selling a single home to doing 54 deals in a year, it is overwhelming. It can be. So I would say, you know, it's really important to have a system for organization and, of course, communication with your partner agent. That really makes a big difference. Um, so I would say I was really tired. I was exhausted. <laughs> I It was also new to me. Um 
Well, it's a look, different. It's a different emotional energy. It's than, so different. You know, when your income or or part of it is dependent on sales, right? So different. Is so different. But I would say that was the biggest downfall, just me getting acclimated to exhaustion. So I would say that's really the only downside, in my opinion. Everything else is just pure benefit. It's like, why would you not want to learn more? Why would you not want to expose yourself to more? I think that's the best way, just kind of diving in there and just, you know, hitting the ground running. And how's how's your energy level now? <laughs> still exhausted. Are you? Okay. You, you, <laughs> but, look, you look very energetic. Thank you. I would say my energy level now is pretty good. I mean, I think real estate in general is pretty demanding, but I mean, it's well worth it. You meet tons of amazing clients and just you, you're able to help people at such a high level. And so it's all worth it for me. Yeah. And I, I think anybody making the transition from W-2 or a salary job or, or nearly 100% salary into something that's sales related. Like there's a learning curve there. There's a period of discomfort that you have to get comfortable with. And, and it, you know, it's going to take some time. It's not going to be years, but it's going to take you know, a few months usually. But it's just this initial push that you got to get through. Yep, for and then, sure. And then all of a sudden, I think it exponentially, it's kind of like the snowball rolling down the hill. Like things 100%. Get yep, it's definitely a learning curve. I would say the first couple months, it was just a lot of me just trying to figure out, okay, how does Amy work? What does a real estate agent do? Like, how can I be really efficient at my job? So after you, it's kind of like you said, like pushing a truck up a hill, it's like, oh my gosh, exhausting. But once you're at the top, it's just smooth sailing and you really get into a rhythm and a flow. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we want to see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people but we want to give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. Do you remember, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but like the first time you, you had a, uh, a client meeting, new client meeting for the first time without Amy there? Did you, yeah. How, how um, did that go? I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> it was pretty like exhilarating because I'm like, oh my gosh, can I do this without Amy? I did kind of, I would say, doubt myself initially. But I mean, once I got to the appointment, I realized, hey, it's the exact same as when you're with Amy. And I mean, she did such a good job with training me and just getting me comfortable with different situations. So I felt really prepared. And it actually went great. They signed the buyer agreement. It, it just, it went really well. We went to settlement, you know, a wow. month and a half later. So, I mean, it yeah. ended up going really well. Well, I think this is, that's kind of the benefit of, of this mentorship program of, of being on a mini team, whatever you want to call it, however it's structured. You closed your first deal. Most people aren't going to do that. I think it took me, I don't know how many times, lost count, but uh, it took, took me a few. But you were able to do it on the first at bat. That just goes to show you the power of actually like watching someone being yep. there, 
learning from them. What what were some of the bigger client challenges that you had? So do you mean when I just, sort of branched out from Amy? Or yeah, when, when you when well anytime really, but just yeah. you know, working with Amy, working by yourself. What have you know, and, and and how is how how did those situations uh, become a little bit easier because of the experience with Amy? I would say so. Working with Amy, one of my biggest challenges was initially how clients would view us. So we sort of presented ourselves as okay. Amy's the agent and I'm the partner agent. So when clients hear that, they're like, oh, well, maybe she's just the assistant. So you have like that negative connotation behind that. Right. But like they feel like they're being handed off. They feel like they're being handed off. They feel like they're being handed off. But a way that we work together to kind of combat that is just simply presenting ourselves as a united front. And we're partners in this. And we just explain like, hey, in case Amy's in an appointment, in case I'm in an appointment, our client will always be covered, will always be super responsive, and they'll always have support regardless of, you know, the time of day, just considering it's both of us and they're able to juggle off of us. So, so basically you guys would present yourself to the clients as like the same. Partners like the same. We're partners. No one has a different higher title. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I think for some people that's hard to do to do on, on both accounts, right? There's some of those personalities out there that like very, very uh, alpha that like I have to be the, the lead agent or the senior agent or whatever and have this junior agent or assistant or showing assistant and very hard to not make the client feel like they're being handed off if, if you do it that way. And I, I also think it's, there's some people out there in the junior agent role that may have trouble just from a self-confidence point of view being called the same as the person they're working for. So even though there's clearly the the lead agent and the the person being a uh, you know junior agent or, or mentor and mentee, yep. um, you're not presenting yourself to the client that way. Exactly. And it really helped just as Amy and I really just, you know, further developed our bond on a professional level and personal. That's really what made the difference for us because we genuinely became friends. And when you have trust in who you're working with, you're able to just function a lot more efficiently. So we were able to get a lot more accomplished that way. And now, uh, you know, working on your more on your own with more of your own clients. I think you you're at 14 million or so year to date, probably looking at doing 20 million, you know, you're you know, by the end of 2020, and you won't even have been on the team for 3 years yet. You I don't think you hit that mark till till next year. You know, how obviously it's going well, but what what do you think the differences are now and the keys to your success right now and and kind of the follow-up to that what what coaching are you still getting and you know benefits from from Amy from your mini team leader Absolutely I would say now that I've kind of branched out on my own it's a lot about self accountability and self motivation just holding myself accountable creating my own personal goals and just staying diligent with those goals that that's definitely you know something I've been working you know just very intensely on 
In terms of the support I still receive from Amy, it's amazing. I mean, we we still talk very frequently, at least a couple times a week. You know, we check in with each other. If you say, for example, I'm out of town, she still supports me. If, you know, she gets overwhelmed with her business, I still support her. So we still have a very healthy working relationship. And I mean, she's the top producer, so she's just extremely knowledgeable and has tons of experience. So I have that experience and, you know, that resource at my disposal, which is just really helpful. So you guys help each other out with showings, clients, contracts, et cetera, yep. when needed. And and is, are, is the help now more focused on like goal setting, accountability, um, you know, that you're getting, are you, are you getting that kind of? 100%. management as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually were having a meeting today just discussing our personal goals and just our goals as a mini team. Where do we see our projection for next year and how do we want to work towards these goals so that we're on a steady pace and that, you know, we just want to make sure that we are progressing in a way that makes sense for us and where we want to take our business. And where do you guys uh, see it going, both both for yourself and as a mini team? Yes. So next year, I want to do 40 transactions. And as a mini team, we want to hit 120 wow. transactions. That'll, that'll be fun to watch. Yep. Well, um, this has been great. We've got a few more minutes left. Is any kind of advice you would offer up to, to people that, you know, are maybe thinking about starting uh, out, but maybe necessarily don't want to strike out on their own? Yeah, honestly, I would highly, highly recommend joining as a partner agent. It was the perfect gateway to propelling my real estate career. And it was nice. I mean, because I was still W-2. Um, so I had that consistent, reliable, steady income while I was learning all the pertinent skills that I needed in order to be successful. So I would absolutely recommend it. I think it's the perfect way to kickstart a successful real estate career. My biggest tip would just be, I mean, honestly, for me, it would be who that agent is. Um, I think for me, having Amy as my partner agent, I think it made a huge difference with um, just my overall enjoyment of the position and the success of the position. So I would just say, you know, select someone who has that team mentality and who's a good teacher. Because just because you're a realtor who does a ton of volume, yeah, you may be really good at your job, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're good at teaching your job to others, especially someone who doesn't have a lot of experience doing it. Yeah, it's definitely a different different skill set. Not not many people do both of those things well, selling and, and teaching. Yep. It's two different Things so I think that's a great point, and then the the point about having a little bit more security when you started out. I don't think we got into that much, which is fine. But you know, you were a mix of a base salary plus bonuses on the closings that you helped with Amy, and and you you know bigger bonuses if you booked it, and, and more if it was like your your uh, referral or whatnot. So you had you had three or four ways, I believe, to to bring in income on top of that, um, that base, uh, salary. So I think that's, that's another benefit. If you, if you do it this way, a little bit more security, because, you know, most agents that start out on their own end up not making it. Unfortunately, that's just the reality of 
this industry. Right. Before we wrap up, we always do a hyper fast round. If you're ready for some rapid fire. I'm ready. Questions. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a brand new real estate agent? Have a adequate system for organization and commit yourself to it. It's, you know, working from home and working from anywhere, essentially, it can be really easy to get laxed, to become unfocused. So I would say preparation and just keeping yourself organized is going to be really important. So what I've been doing recently, although obviously we don't work nine to fives, I still, you know, wake up early. I work out. I start, you know, just client touching and and follow up just really early in the morning. And I commit myself to specific time blocks to work every day just to hold myself accountable and to ensure that I'm being productive in the way that I want to and am just, you know, working at a steady pace towards my goals. All very, very good points. Uh, What about an experienced agent? What would be your advice? An experienced agent. My biggest advice to an experienced agent would be if you're hitting two to three deals a month, absolutely hire a partner agent. I would highly recommend it is super beneficial for both ends of the spectrum. And I think it can really do a significant um, just increase in your business and with your work-life balance. Yeah, most most people uh, won't do it, but um, that's that's a great piece of advice. And I, I think it really is, it's, you know, just like for you, it was uncomfortable at first a little being in sales and, you know, having someone else that you're responsible for is a little uncomfortable at first. And so most people never do it. They just don't make that jump. Even, even highly successful agents that are making two to two fifty net won't go out and, and, and do this. And um, a lot of the ones that do, they wait too long. Right. So then they're busy and then they need someone right away. So they lower their standards and now they are busy. So they don't, teach them they're busy selling yep so now you have someone less qualified that you're not giving the right teachings and then it it doesn't work out they don't hire them and um or or they don't hire again because it didn't work out once yep and uh you know i've seen i've seen the same agents for a decade now uh, at the same level and the only difference between me and them and carrying them is they they didn't hire so that's a that's a really good point what uh, What's the biggest challenge you've had in business and how did you overcome it? I would say a big challenge for me initially was just finding my own rhythm. But I kind of, you know, alluded to it a little bit earlier when I said that I strategically, you know, picked a couple of the top producing agents in our office. And I'm like, OK, well, how do they approach problems? What is their natural style with real estate? Because everyone's different. So I took a little bit of everything and I kind of catered it to my natural personality type. And I think that was something that really, really helped me to close more deals. All right. What, uh, what would we find you doing when you're not selling homes? Meditating. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. I love nature. Yes. I love nature. I love to just be outside, sunlight, meditation. I'm really big on mental health. Um, and just doing the things in general that make me happy to provide me with good balance. That's very, very important stuff. I mean, you, it's it's very. This is a very demanding job, and and if you don't disconnect, hopefully daily for at least you know just ten minutes makes a difference. For sure, definitely. You know, reconnecting and recalibrating and just recentering myself is really important. 
All right, last question. Where do you see yourself in five years? So in five years, I definitely want to still be working with Amy on her mini team. Um, I definitely want to be able to hire my own supporting agents. So I would love to see how I can scale my business once once that happens. Well, that's going to be exciting to watch. And then we'll have to have you come back on and, and tell the story of how that goes. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Absolutely. Before we sign off, if people want to connect with you or uh, you know learn about buying or selling a home with you in the Washington, D.C. region or, or just connect on social media, what are the best ways for people to get in touch? Social media. So I do Instagram, a lot on Instagram. And, you know, I know we were just talking about mental health. I talk about a lot of that on my page. Of course, all the other things that I'm passionate about. So I I take a really holistic approach to real estate. And I talk about the other things in general that are really important to me. So um, my Instagram handle is bought with Brooke. So I would love for folks to follow me. And if they have any questions. At the end, right? Yes. Okay. I got it right. So bought with Brooke with an E after the K. Yes. All right. Well, connect with Brooke on Instagram. Thank you for being on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.